Yo, welcome back. Back at it like a fucking crack addict. You goddamn right. I'm Big Yovani, that's Meech Rose. And uh we podcast. Um we're going to be talking about our name change. We're going to talk about the most recent playoff games today, and we're gonna talk about the rest of our, we're gonna be finishing out our bracket for you guys today. So uh if you want to talk about the name change, Big Yo, you can uh, kick it off. Yeah, so we had to change our name. We didn't realize that another podcast was named um, from the logo. Um, Lawyer, you know, lawyers got involved. Lawyers had you to know. get involved. Um, it was a nasty dispute, but... It was, um, it was bad. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we just decided to, to change our name. Um, or I believe it's a pretty good name, if you guys find Myself and my friend here. Um, I, we but, like we like from the logo better, but you know, we, this was the second Lawyers got involved, so you know, we had to do. Um, what we had to do. So we are gonna start off by finishing the bracket. So if you tuned in last episode, um, we sure. finished with Golden State and then Portland in the West, and then Milwaukee and Toronto in the East. So where do you want to start off? Which conference do you want to start off? Let's start off. We started off in the East last time, I believe. So let's start yeah. off in the West. All right. Um. So Golden State, Portland. We have Portland going ahead of Golden State. Um, we probably should have said that after we were done with the conversation, but whatever. Fuck it. Um. We have Portland going ahead of Golden State. Now, again, we could be completely wrong. But or we could be completely right. <laughs> and we had this discussion before Kevin Durant started his fucking nuts situation. Yeah. We <laughs> I have it we I have it dated here. Uh it was on the twenty fourth of um April when we when we had that discussion. So yeah, that was way before Kevin Durant said y'all know who I am. <laughs> you know who's he, you know who he said that to? Who did he say that to? He said it to Pavi from Hoops and Brews. So shout out Pavi for that. He just Dang, started fire ass quote. Man, he started Kevin Durant. He lit a fire. Giovanni's <laughs> um, personal favorite podcast. That you know is yeah. that is my so, personal favorite. So we have the Blazers winning this because, despite the talent differential. I think that the frustration of Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum from constantly getting anally abused by these niggas for the last couple of years yeah, uh, will take, you know, um, precedent over purified talent. I think it's more than just talent that'll win, win the series. That'll make you win the series. Yeah. yeah. I think it takes a lot of, and I think it takes a lot of heart. You know what I mean? And I think that Golden State has heart, but I think that they're having winner's fatigue. Yeah. Like, this year, you've seen that, you know, Durant and Green have had, like, uh, a little spat. It seems like ages ago, but that still happened. And maybe – and I think that the Portland Blazers are so together. Especially after Nurkic. So together. Yeah. Um, one thing I 
could see being a factor is Steph Curry's fouls. Um, last game he had five fouls. The game before that, they're saying he should have had like more than ten. Um, Damn, but word? yeah, yeah. The the game one he had five fouls at the end of the game. Well, um, and then the two minute report came out stating he should have actually had ten. Well, again, that's that's against James Harden's Rockets. And you know James Harden is like the king of drawing fouls. So I don't think he'll have such a problem with that with Damian and with CJ. I think that that's more of a problem that he'll have with uh, James Harden. No, but I think that with Dame and CJ going off the way they are, it's going to be way harder to guard them than years past. So I feel like from Curry. You said what? You feel like what? I feel like the, I feel like Curry is gonna give them more fouls. Um, I personally, I don't remember the last time I've seen Curry in foul trouble in the playoffs. Um, it's I mean, recently been this season. year. Yeah. No, no, no. Even even in um, what's it called? The Clippers series, he he was in foul trouble as well. Well, okay. So another thing with that whole foul trouble shit. You said that you think it's going to be hard for him to guard Dame and CJ. But I think that that's going to be less uh, fouling and more like staying with him, getting his ankles broke. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, he yeah. has that's another thing that could factor into it. You know, Clay Thompson and Stephen Curry are ha- coming off of uh, two ankle injuries. Ankle injuries. Clay Thompson yeah. was actually questionable for game one, but he ended up playing anyway. Um, <clears throat> on top of that, Curry dislocated his finger um, game two. Yeah, I mean, Jesus he wrapped it Christ. up, but still. Did you see the picture? I, I wish I didn't. <laughs> I wish I didn't. <laughs> word. word to moms. That shit looked terrible, dude. It was like, fuck, oh, my God, that shit looked awful. Yeah. So, when it comes to that series, I think that, um, and this may may sound like it's pure emotion and pure, like, wave riding. But to be fair, Dame has been doing – Dame is just a all-around better player than he has been in years past in the playoffs. Yep. Like, I've never seen Dame act in this manner. I've never seen him act in this manner before. Mm-hmm. And like you said earlier in the in, in the episode, he's just tired. <laughs> he's just tired. He's tired of the bullshit, you know? Yeah. Like, dude, the Warriors have been shitting on everybody in the fucking West for – Five, four or five years now, but especially Dame. And then, like Dame, I don't, I, I'm not exactly sure how many times, but I know in the first round, uh, the Warriors and the uh, Blazers have played in the first round at some point, multiple times. It's just, it hasn't. I, been I thought it was multiple times, but I didn't want to say that. But I can directly remember it was like three years ago, like right before KD got there. Yeah, and they just blew them niggas out of the water. Like it was bad. Yeah. Um. So, I'm sure that frustration and anger is is going to be a big, big part of <clears throat> of what's going on, uh, and the fire that's been lit underneath <laughs> Steph. Yeah, so or Dame, Dame. Um, so everybody on that team has been amazing this year. Nurkic, before he went down, he had um, all stats went up. Um, every category went up for him before he went down. So if he was he, if he was playing now, 
that Golden State Portland matchup that we have, I would favor Portland even more than I'm favoring them now, just Word. because of Nurkic. Um, That's but Boogie went down, so if Nurkic was was you know not injured, I feel like he would be a big factor for for Portland. Um, but yeah. on, on Golden State side, I think one of their biggest X factors. Huh? Never mind. Go ahead. I think Golden State's biggest X X factor is going to be KD. If KD can just keep on doing what he's doing now, I believe he's averaging 30 at this time. Um, After um, the quote. (laughs) um, Yeah. (laughs) So so I believe that he's going to be the biggest X factor for, for Golden State. If they can give him the ball and he just keeps on averaging 30, 35, then that's going to be a really, really good source of uh, scoring option that, that Golden State can can use. And and again, about the whole Damian Lillard uh, never being in this, you know, being this way before, this year he is averaging 34 points in the playoffs. The closest he's gotten to that is 27.8, and that was in the 16-17 season. Mm-hmm. Um, his assists have went up from the last two seasons the uh his he's just been a all-around better player and providing more points for the team his percentage has went up over the last two seasons as a matter of fact this is in the playoffs this is the highest percentage he's ever uh been at for just field goals and for three-pointers again highest percentage he's ever been at in his uh, what, what percentage career. is that uh right now for the three-pointers he's shooting 45 percent wow and for the field goal, he's shooting 47.8, which is damn near 48. And the closest he's gotten to that is his first ever playoff series, which was 43.9. Um, dude is really – he's stepping his game up. I've never – again, I've never seen him act like this. No one's ever seen him yeah. behave in this manner before. And to be fair, last year was a bad year to compare to. That's why I said the last two years, because last year he only played, what, four games? He got swept? <laughs> yeah, he so, got swept. But thus far, he's just – he's really, you know, doing his thing. Yeah. Um, so, we have Portland winning. Um, but it, it could go either way. It, it honestly could. Um, it, with these... it could – okay, sometimes – okay, so sometimes you have to go with, with what's in front of you and say, okay, of course the Warriors are going to win. But – the way the Portland Blazers have been playing, man, we just can't just say, of course, the Warriors are going to win. You know, right? We can't I, just. Do... They're not a team that's just going to roll over for Golden State. It, it, honestly, everybody in that in that organization has just been stepping their game up. Uh, Rodney Hood, <laughs> when he came in, wait, wait, wait from from the players all the way up into the the front office with yeah. their new additions and the trades they've been making. Yep. It's yep. just been a beautiful season for them all together. And that but go was, ahead with the Rodney Hood. Yeah, um, so it's been a beautiful season for them. Um, like you said, the trade. So I was gonna talk about Rodney Hood. When he was playing in Cleveland last year, he was god awful. God awful. And he comes to Portland and he's having an amazing um career here in, in the playoffs. And honestly, I haven't seen him play this way in a long time. Yeah, like I mean even in Utah, he wasn't. I don't know if he's been playing this well. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say this now. I think the the Blazers' biggest X factor is in his cancer. 
Yes. Um, yes. If he can play defense like he's been playing defense, like he played defense in the first round, I haven't really seen uh, too many of the second round games, but it's only been two. I haven't seen either one of them. Not gonna lie. But if he was, if he's been playing defense like he was playing in the first round, uh, and he can just keep that up for the next two rounds, then it's it's gonna be a fucking dog fight with the Warriors and the Blazers. It's just yeah. gonna be a dog fight. Um, one thing that is bad about Cantor, his shoulder is—he just has a shoulder injury. So, um, yeah. So, so right now, I I just watched finished watching the game here. Um, he he's been battling. Um, he's been you know going getting boards and stuff like that against Jokic. Um, so yeah. I'm not sure if he is feeling a little better or not. But but that's if he re-injures that, that could be a big blow for for Portland. Yeah, and not not only has he been in boards uh, with nine tonight, he went five for five from the free throw and five for ten from the field, the plus minus of six and 15 points. That's just like he had more points than Dame tonight, and that's just beautiful, you know what I mean? Yep. Like uh, if – Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and Cantor, honestly, I haven't seen Cantor play this well since he left um, the Thunder. And again, I say with the defense, I'm not 100% on the matchup. But I do see that Jokic went seven for seventeen, and that's just not—that's not good. Well, it's not terrible, but it's—it's it's not good. Not you for know. Jokic. Yeah, especially, and he's a big man, so big men usually shoot about sixty percent. That's that's less than that's less than fifty. And Jokic, or, he's a like he's a fifty-two or something like that. Jokic is a walking triple, or yeah, triple double threat. Um, he can just do everything. So see. If, well, I don't know if he's a walking triple double threat. Nah, no, I, I believe so. He's a walking double double threat with the okay. ten rebounds. But his assists, I can see him. I I can always see him getting seven to eight. But ten is it? I don't know. I don't know if he can always get ten. He has seven tonight, which is fucking amazing for a big man again. But again, I say I, I can't see him just all just being able to walk on the floor and always get a triple double. <laughs> I personally I, I honestly I think that, that he could. Um but I I believe that Portland is gonna take it against Golden State here in our bracket. Um so what 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 is something that Golden State can do? Ah bitch! Go ahead. What do you Sorry. what do you think something that Golden State can do for to win this? To win the series? To win the series that we have here, Portland versus Golden I'm saying, State. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Um, I mean, be Golden State. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so Steph dropping 20, Clay dropping 20, Durant dropping 45. That's it. You know, Draymond yeah. doing good defense that he does usually. That wasn't great English, but that was on purpose, I think. Anyway, Draymond playing great defense like he usually does. You know, that's. Draymond be Draymond, uh, Andrew Bogut, you know, be down low getting fucking rebounds and shit. Uh, uh, another uh, X factor for the Warriors, which isn't talked about a lot. I've been watching a lot of uh, of debate shows, and on uh, Andre Iguodala is not he has talked 16 about points. enough. He's not talked about enough. He's working that team. Like yeah. these motherfuckers are getting worked. That Hamptons five, that Hamptons five lineup is so great because Andre Iguodala. 
Not yep. not just because of fucking Kevin Durant. It's because of Andre Iguodala. Iguodala is a monster. He well, a monster in the stretch. He's really good. He's a great defender in the playoffs. He's he can give you ten to fifteen at any at on any given night. He's just really good, and I think he's not talked about enough. And also being thirty five, and being this productive on this team is very very good. So good. Well, I mean, it the the team makes it easier, but being this productive in any on any, any team, team is yeah. really good. Um, like he's a small forward, another small forward. Gordon Hayward had five points in 30 minutes. You know? Tonight? No, in uh, last night uh, against Milwaukee. Yeah. Oh, oh, so that's our that's our transition? Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, Gordon Hayward's... Gordon Hayward is just really, man, he's... Oof, you know? You said five points in 30 minutes. Like, I just... Five points in 30 minutes. Like, that's just not... <laughs> We it, the production of Gordon Hayward needs help. I mean, the other night he was. I mean, this Torching. year has been getting progressively better. Yeah, but Jesus, goddamn Christ, five points in thirty minutes. Like at this at, at fifteen, and you have five points. I'm taking you out. And his plus minus was a minus thirty. Like that's so bad. Yeah, and now it's I just, see why. Remember in the in like. The half of the season, I want to say, so around the uh, the All Star game, the younger teammates of him was getting mad just because he was being bad, was playing terrible, yeah. and that's understandable irritation because the wing players on that team. There's so many wing players on that team: Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Uh, these are all solid wing players that are losing their minutes. To Gordon Hayward, who isn't who, who isn't producing, and I understand that during the regular season you have to you have to try to get him into his rhythm. You have to try to get him back into the rotation. So for the playoffs, because he's a vet and he's been there before and he knows what he should do. But in the regular season, the youth is where you always need to go. You always have to put the youth over the the aging superstar and I'm not saying that Gordon Hayward is aging as an age I'm saying he's aging in his body because of that that fucking the injury it was gruesome and and it's nothing that he can do about that to like try to you know what I'm saying it's nothing he can do and, he, he can come back from fault. the injury he can come back from the injury but he's always gonna have um he's not gonna come back the same so he's always gonna have some type of pain for that specific ankle to be fair, we thought Paul George wasn't going to come back the same, and honestly, I think he's okay. come back better. Better, yeah. And but it took some years. It t- it took more than just that first season. Yeah. So I think that they just need to. They just need that. They gotta not give him more than about twenty to twenty five minutes a game, and they have to, you know, give their younger players more minutes. You have to give Jalen Brown those minutes. You have to give Jason Tatum those minutes. You have to, I mean, and this might sound crazy, but you have to give Terry Rozier those minutes, even though he doesn't play the same position. I think but that he, he's such a good player in the playoffs, especially look at last year's playoffs, and that, and also his minutes are being taken away by not only Kyrie but Jason or but by Gordon Hayward as well. 
So mm-hmm. there's only so minutes you so many minutes you can give out. And I think that Gordon Hayward is taking entirely too many too many of those. Too many, yeah. Um, so we have in the West Portland winning Golden State. Now we're gonna you know, we're transitioning here to the east and we have Milwaukee against Toronto. So um, with Milwaukee and Toronto, what do you think can make Milwaukee win the series? Um, I feel like if actually let's start with the Raptors. What do you think can make the Raptors win the series? Sorry. So so I think that um championship experience and obviously playoff experience, they have that both on their side. Um with championship exactly. experience, they have Kawhi and Danny that have been there done exactly. that. In 2014 with the Spurs. People forget that Kawhi's a champ. Like, Kawhi's and, legacy is set. You don't he, – he he's good. He has a title. All he has to – at this point, he's just piling them on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, Kawhi's legacy is set. Danny's legacy is set. He hit some great shots for the Spurs and back in the day. He had some moments, but, you know, every player does. I'm I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead, bro. No, you're fine. Um, so with championship experience, we have Kawhi and Danny. So Kawhi's a former former MVP for the for the finals finals MVP. He is a former champion. Danny Green is a former champion. Then we have Marcus We have Kyle Lowry. Even even though Kyle Lowry, he can do some stupid shit sometimes. Kyle Lowry he's, has he's battle tested. Battle tested. They he got know, he. You know what you're gonna get from Kyle Lowry. You yeah. you know in certain moments he's gonna fold up like a fucking omelet. So at those <laughs> moments you have to you know take pull him out. out or take not not take not even necessarily take him out but take him away from the ball. Yeah. Um. You you know what what Kawhi's about. You know what he's about. Uh, eight points over three quarters. You know what I'm saying? LeBron held, held LeBron <laughs> to eight points over three quarters. You know what he about. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying. And then we have so, Ibaka. Another finals-tested player. He was yep. in the, the people forget about him. He was in the finals against OK with uh with OKC against the Heat. Uh, they lost, I believe, in five. That's unfortunate, but it's still finals experience. Yep. So this team, to me, it, I it's hard to imagine them not going to to the NBA finals this year. To me, at least. Exactly, and so, I actually. Um, I, I've actually talked about Toronto going to the finals to a couple people um, in the office where I work, and they've yes. all laughed. They all said, Toronto, Toronto. Are you kidding me? Siakam, the way he's playing. Facts. Freaking um, Kawhi Leonard, how he's playing. He looks Facts. fucking unstoppable. Literally Talk looks, shit. <laughs> he looks unstoppable. And Danny Green, you already know what he's going to do. In the corner, miss, passing the ball. Miss some open shots in the corner. Okay. <laughs> that was last game, but, you know, Danny Green, he's a bona fide sharpshooter. So, you you know, he's he, he's going to miss them. Obviously, everybody misses, but, you know, he is he's he going to make them. the example of what a 3 and D player should be yep. in the NBA. He is the example. 3 and D. He locks in. He, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? What are you What are you gonna do when Danny Green comes for you on some on some motherfucking type shit? He he's he's just a lockdown defender. 
and he's a sharp shooter. He's yeah. not a volume shooter, but he's a sharp shooter. He's 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 to me um, not a JJ Redick style, but a no, Kyle Korver style shooter, mm-hmm. and and like like not quite there, but an Andre Roberson style defender. Now, um, Marcus former defensive player of the year. Um, probably Memphis legend. Yeah, Memphis legend. He actually went to high school in Memphis. Um, so he has been guarding and beat. I mean, and last game had 30 points. Um, but he, him and Ibaka, they, you know, Ibaka's a little bit shorter than him, but them two, um, being able to, you know, one of them rest for, you know, um, being able to pull out and then, you know what I mean? yeah. Yeah, so Embiid is always going to have somebody fresh and then always going to have a great, great defender on him. So Top-tier defender. They call Serge Ibaka Serge Ibaka for, for a reason. reason. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, for a motherfucking reason. So Embiid so, is going to have to work for his points. Absolutely work for them points. But that's not what we're talking about right now. Right now we are talking about the Raptors and the Bucks now. Bucks, yes. Now, what do you think the Bucks can do to win this series? Honestly, Giannis has to go fucking Super Saiyan God or something. <laughs> and um, real quick, the problem with that is the Raptors are defensive mind are a defensive minded team. Everybody yes. in their starting five can defend. Mm-hmm. So, so he runs in. Now you're getting helped off of. Uh, help from Siakam, or Siakam's probably going to end up defending him. Now you're getting help from uh, Sergi Blocker. Now you're getting help from Paul Gasol. Now you're getting help from Kawhi. Now you're getting help from Danny Green. Now you're getting help. Like, they're going to load up on him. Yeah, and or... Sorry, go ahead. No, No, go ahead. Or what they could do is let him do him, give him a one-on-one, and just clamp down everybody else. Because he's not... It's no way he's going to score 60. He's not um, going to score 60. He's not going to score 100 points. He's not going to outscore your whole team. And then um, with this, how, how the Celtics are playing them, so kind of having Horford guard him, and then when he goes inside, everybody just um, goes into the paint. Imagine yes. that, but with Toronto, with them having all that length and all that experience with, um, with Siakam, and then you have Gasol, but, and then you also have Ibaka. But big butt here, big butt. You can't do that. Like that's not the smart way to play basketball against the Bucks. That's what they. That's literally what they want you to do. Literally, that's exactly what they want you to do every fucking time. They want you to. They want you to load up on Giannis so he can kick it out and have them shooters shoot. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, Splash but... Mountains out there. <laughs> Splash Chris Middleton's <laughs> out there. Uh, Big Blett is out there. You know what I'm saying? Brogdon's going to be back, hopefully. By Miritich. Uh, Mir- oh, my God, Miritich. Let's talk about Miritich because I think that he's the X factor for the Bucks. Now, Miritich, I don't believe, has ever been a uh, has ever been a volume shooter, right? But the way he gets his bucket so easily from the three line, it, it, it looks so beautiful. You know, and and again, I say I'm a Bulls fan, or I'm originally a Bulls fan. That's because I'm from Chicago. Um, he used to play in Chicago for some years, and he just he can hold get up, hold up, hold so. Up, hold up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
so we just exposed you bandwagon to the Spurs. <laughs> Where that's how we, you feel? We just that's exposed them. <laughs> I'm just well, playing. To be fair, back I'm in just... the day, back to be fair, I live in I used I from Chicago, so of course I'm gonna have some sort of attachment to the Bulls. I'm just um, <laughs> it's cool, no press. Uh, so he shoots about. This year he shoot, shot about six threes. Last year he shot seven, and the year before that he shot seven. So he shoots about set seven threes, and his percentage is about 36, 37 on those. Uh, this year it was thirty five point six, so thirty six if we're rounding. Um, so if if you leave him open every fucking time, you're gonna have problems. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have issues if you leave. Uh, big, uh, what's Splash Mountain out there open? You're gonna have issues. If you leave any of these niggas that are around Giannis open, you're going to have problems. Sterling Brown, he's not a good player. I know the nigga can shoot. If you leave him open, you're gonna. If you leave anybody on that team open, you're gonna have problems. You know. So, if if you 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 can't collapse on Giannis. Now, what I think you should do personally, this is just me. What I think you should do is you should put Kawhi on Giannis. And then you should have uh, Mark Gasol out there roaming the paint and almost play a zone so that uh, whoever's around can just get out to the corner or get out to the wing or, you know what I mean? Right. So I think that that's, that's probably the best way to defend them. But I am not an NBA coach. I, this is just me watching and looking in. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Oh shit! I am I am stupid. By the way, just Why? let's let's just get this off real quick. I'm dumb. Uh, these the I said the last three years, but generally, genuinely, it's actually just uh, on Basketball Reference. I was looking at the percentages. Um, that's all from the same year. They that's they just have them separated by teams, which is really stupid. That's oh yeah, that's a stupid way to do it. Um, so his actual percentage for the year, yeah. he shot seven uh seven three pointers and he shot thirty six percent on them, and uh he averaged fifteen points. That and if you can get fifteen points out of hear him, me, I can't. I apologize. Difficulties right now. I, uh... Can't hear I'm my not partner. having any difficulties. I can hear him fine. Yo, Dimitri, can you hear me? I can hear you just fine, sir. If you can hear me, say ah. Uh, I don't hear no ah. Uh, uh. Yo, Dimitri. yo. Okay, what the fuck? Man? I don't know. I, I apologize. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. Nobody could hear you, so I'm sorry. Uh, everybody that was listening, I apologize. Um, I could hear you fine though. Same room. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear you. So me and Dimitri are in the same room. So, you know, that's why. So I apologize for that. Um, but what are were you, you saying? Are uh, you moving around or are you sitting? No, I, I was. I was sitting still. <laughs> okay. Um. So, did did you hear the part about it being not just three seasons? It just being this one. The three season? teams. Yeah. Yeah. And the total? Did I tell you? Did you hear the total points per game and the total threes attempted? I did percentage? not. I did not. Okay, so this year he he shot six point nine threes, which is seven, 
and he shot 36-5 on the percentage. Now, and he averaged 15 points per game. Now, 15 points per game is, that's big for any team. That's third option numbers. And to his entire field goal percentage is 54.6. That's big for any team. And that's third, there's third option numbers. And he's not the third option on that team. I think he's the fourth or the fifth, depending. He's, it's Giannis, uh, Bledsoe, Brogdon, Middleton, not in any order, but that's, that's, that's them. And then it's Miritich for like the bench. So Splash Mountain isn't one of the five. Anyway, so I think that with, with Miritich, he's the X factor, like I said before, and he, he's going to get, he's going to give you buckets Yeah, and you're going to have problems with it. Now, you got anything to rebuttal to that? Uh, no, I think I mainly agree with everything. Um, so, um, real yeah. quick, let me let me get off his numbers for the playoffs. They haven't looked great. That's because um, he was injured. Yeah, he, that's he's coming that's back facts. from an injury. That's facts. Six six games. He uh he got uh eight point seven points per game. And his three point percentage is forty, which is Ooh. decent, but his his uh attempts is way lower. Um and only had seventeen minutes. So that's not really great for him. But as he progressively gets less and less hurt, as he feels it more and more, he's you know, he's gotta, you know, do something. But if they yeah. if he doesn't do shit, then I think that that's gonna also be detrimental to the health of the Milwaukee Bucks. Because again, I say he's probably like their fourth, fourth or fifth option, and he puts up fucking numbers. Last year in New Orleans, during the uh, playoffs, he averaged fifteen points and nine uh, rebounds in the playoffs. Like Jesus, goddamn Christ, that's 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 good numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's great numbers. Now, so, I think he's not necessarily going to be an X factor, but I think he is going to be a factor, which is Chris Middleton. Last game, he went ten for eighteen from field goal. He went seven from or seven of three or seven of ten from three point, and then his plus minus he was a uh, plus twenty five on that. So I think if he continues to play how he's playing now, hitting his three pointers at least the way he was he, the way he was hitting the the three pointer last game, then I think they could win. Um, you know, they have a chance to win that series against Toronto. Um, so I, I, I do agree with um, Mirtich being an X factor, but I also believe that Middleton would be a, a, another X factor, another factor that, that would lead them to win against Toronto. So we kind of brushed it. We kind of brushed up on him, but um, another player that I think could be an X factor for that Toronto, uh, Toronto Buck series on Toronto side is Mr. Pascal Siakam. Spicy Now, this P. year, spicy P, P skills. Now, this year, Siakam, Yo. 16. Again, huh? technical difficulties. Dimitri, I cannot hear you. You could probably hear me at this moment. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. One you can hear me now? here, ladies and gentlemen. I do apologize. Yo, we don't have to try to edit that out. Yo, you hear me? 
So we probably um, need to edit that out. Yeah, we'll 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 see if we can. Um, I'm, probably, so I'm sure we can. P skills. I think that he's the biggest X factor on the Raptors side. This year he's averaging 17 points. That's up damn near or damn near seven set ten points from last season where he averaged seven point three rebounds. He averaged seven rebounds. Up again from last year where he averaged four point five. Uh you know, like he, he's been doing work on that team. Now I think that he could be the big X factor for the Raptors. I think his defense is is more valuable than his offense, but in these playoff series or in this playoffs this year, he's averaging twenty three points, which is fucking amazing. Um, and he seems to be doing a decent job of guarding Tobias, who's doing awful. Uh, shit. Bless you. Anyway, thank you. Um, do you have anything to say about B, uh, Big P skills? Um, um, no, uh, he, he, pro- he's probably one of the two contenders for most improved him and D'Lo. So uh, yes, he's, just been, he's just been stepping up his game all around in the playoffs, which I, I all, love to see from young players. All the fucking around. Now, uh, we haven't said it yet, but who we think is going to win this series is the Raptors. I think you've got a hint from, uh, Giovanni's uh, monologue in the beginning. Um, <laughs> uh, so we have the Raptors and the Blazers in the finals. Who do you, what do you think can make the Blazers win this series? Um, I feel like CJ, Dame, and Cantor have to, well, Cantor, I feel like Cantor, to win this series, I think Cantor should average 15 and 12, so 15 points, maybe 15, 16 points, and then 12 rebounds. Um, CJ and, and Dame have to just be gods in this series, honestly. It's going to be a really, really hard series to go against Toronto and their defense, um, defensive sets and stuff like that. So I think that everybody, everybody all around just has to step their game up even more than they have already. Now, you said 15 and 12 in that series. That's going to be what is pretty, he averaging now? That's going to be pretty tough, considering the fact that this year he's only averaging thirteen and nine point eight, which is ten. Um, and in the playoffs, as of now, he is averaging uh, just about fifteen and again nine point seven. So you think he has to give you about three more rebounds? Uh, I think his points are fine. I think his points can stay where they are, and and yeah. about three extra rebounds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else that you think could help them win that series? Um, I probably Rodney Hood and Seth Curry also start having them hit more shots. Um, just because Toronto's defense is so fucking good, and I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough by you know just average NBA fans, just because they think Toronto Toronto's a joke, basically. You know, um, with them exiting last year, how they did. So I, I feel like people forget about Toronto and Kawhi. So uh, that defense is honestly crazy. Now with Toronto, I think that I think that what can make them win this series is putting Kawhi on Dame, leaving Danny on CJ, and just allowing uh, them to go to work on defense. You know that's that's what they do. 
Um, I think that uh, it's going to be a tough series for them, uh, all in all. Very, I, very. I, don't, I don't think that there's going to be any damn near any way that they're going to get out of that series winning unless they get to seven. Um, I, I, there's no Do you way. Think they, it's going to go to seven. I said there's no way that they can that the Blazers can get out of that series without it going to seven. Now, I think the X factor for the Raptors in that series is Fred VanVleet. This might sound crazy. Uh, he is their sixth man, and he is averaging for this season eleven points and five assists on fifty percent shooting as a point guard. That's wow. fucking great. Um, and I think that despite the fact that he's only averaging five points, um, and three assists in the playoffs, but I, I think that that could come down to just the drop off in minutes and the tougher play in the playoffs. Uh, his percentage, uh, has dropped about 7%, but that's just due to the fact that he's, he's going against some tougher defenses. Um, despite getting swept, the Orlando, the Orlando Magic at the guard spot, probably isn't too bad on on defense. I don't really care about the Orlando Magic, so I can't really tell you. And, of course, the Sixers are – wait, who are they playing? I'm sorry. Fuck. Yeah, they're playing the, the Sixers. Sixers. Okay. I had a brain fart. So, the Sixers, of course, have great defense as a team. Um, Now, if – the Blazers bench is really good to me. Um, They have – I think I went over how, the great players that they have on their bench last game or last yeah. yesterday. Last episode. Last episode. <laughs> yeah. So all you have to do is match them or outscore them. In that's anybody though. In anybody, you have to match them or outscore them. And I think that if Fred VanVleet comes off the bench and gives you about eleven, eleven points and about like five assists. I think that he could really make this series uh interesting unattainable for for the um for the Blazers. Okay. Um now we have the Raptors winning it all this year. We do. Um some people can think that's crazy, but if honestly if you if you break it down it's and, it's it always comes down to defense. It always comes down to defense on and everything. Genuinely, genuinely, real quick, genuinely, I don't think that there's many people who 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 will scoff at at the Raptors winning the title this year. I think that those people that do probably don't watch enough basketball to know yeah. how how much of a game changer Kawhi Leonard is and how yeah. much of an upgrade he is from DeMar DeRozan. Um now, you know, Kawhi is Kawhi is Again, I say the best player in the league. That that was the title of the last video. He's the best player. <laughs> yeah. Elite level offense, destructive defense, Michael Jordan-esque defense, like just the most complete two-way player in the league. Um yeah. is the most complete two-way player in the league, but Durant is good on defense. He's he, like I'll even say exceptional on defense. But he's not Kawhi Leonard, you know. But the thing not. is, too, Durant hasn't been good at the like a good defender. You know, back in OKC, he wasn't a good defender. He started being a good defender when he went to Golden State. 
Um, Kawhi's been an amazing defensor, defensive, defensive player um, the entirety of his career. So Now, to know, go he, against that, to go against what you said, I, I, I do strongly disagree that that's a factor in, in, in the conversation of who's the better player. Um, because when Kawhi Leonard came into the league, he didn't have any offense. Like, okay. he, yep. he, well, he had offense, but he wasn't a great offensive player. He wasn't like how he is now. Exactly. Or so, of KD course, there's development he... that comes yeah. into play. Yeah. And you, you can't be the best player in the world as soon as you come in. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's I don't think that's fair. But, nonetheless... He's he's just he's just so much better, you know. I just think that he's well, not so much better. I think he's so much better on defense that it's like not even close. I don't think that Durant is one A. You know what I mean on defense. You know, I think the closest thing to defense to him to Kawhi is probably Dejounte Murray or um, what's the dude's name in OKC that's been hurt all year, Roberson, Roberson. Andre Roberson. And with Roberson, he has no offense. So no offense. He, he can he can nearly become a non factor. Uh he you know, you, you can just go around that. Do you remember uh the Rocket series, I believe two two years ago, a year ago, I'm not sure. Um, they had him going to the line over and over again and he just couldn't make a shot. Yeah. So you you, you can I mean and you can get around him being in the game. You, there's a lot of things you can do to force the ball into Roberson's hands, and he's just gonna blow it every time. Yeah, it's really not, and that's that's unfair to him. But that's just how it is. He's not good on offense. And then Kawhi might be a top three uh, small forward of all time. Honestly, all time. That's a that's a take. That's a take. I'm, it's true. Uh, it's true though. So, so what is it? Larry Bird, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Kevin Durant, <laughs> or or you can go Scotty. I mean, Larry Bird, Scotty Pippen, uh, Kawhi Leonard, and then Kevin Durant. You know, it, it could be anybody. That's a hot take. <laughs> if there's any uh, Mr. James fans out there, I don't know how they're gonna feel about that. Yeah, I don't fuck with that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, but we we have you on your team, maybe. He is on my team, but I, I wasn't a fan. I, you know I wasn't a fan. Um, I've always been a Kobe fan, so, you know. <laughs> I mean, I I've, I have a lot of respect for him, especially for what he did with Cleveland last year, or not last season, oh, but the and, season and, before and that. People have said that that's the greatest uh, playoff performance ever, and that's not an outlandish statement. Yeah, that's not that a hot take. Was crazy. Yeah, that especially with the nuts. group of people that he had going with him in the finals and in the playoffs. I've, I've never hated the player more. <laughs> <laughs> like, that mother... Like, you can't even do anything. Like, that motherfucker was working, boy. Yeah. He damn near took a game from the Warriors last year with no Kyrie. Like, that shit was nuts, bro. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. I agree. Um, So, we have, again, Toronto winning... Um, and we spoke about why we think that Toronto is going to win. And I, the only thing I didn't do was an X factor for the Blazers, um, which I like to do for every team. Um, the X factor for the Blazers is, um, I don't think there is one. 
I think they just have to run through uh, Dame and, and pray. <laughs> Dame, and pray. CJ, and Ennis and pray. I think that's yeah. pretty much all they can do. And I don't think Ennis can really do anything because the same thing about Embiid with Marc Gasol, uh, Serge Ibaka, Pascal Siakam. It, you know, it's going to be hard for him to, you know, to work. Yeah. Um, let's, let's move on. Uh, we, we finished out that, which took two fucking episodes. Damn, I apologize. Damn, it took this entire episode. Yeah. We, we like shit. talking about sports or about, <laughs> at least about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> this shit has been taking a long time. Okay. So let's move on from that and let's go to, uh, MVP, MIP, Jesus Christ, MVP, MIP, and, uh, Depoy. Okay, so um, we have to do this kind of quickly before we make the episode like three hours long. <laughs> uh, it, we don't have to. We don't have to shorten ourselves out. We can do what we do. Uh, if, if it gets to three hours, it gets to three hours. We'll, we'll, we'll cut it in half and make a part two. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to start it out. Uh, let's start with uh, most improved. Um, most improved, oof. And and I'm gonna say this real quick. Uh, fair, a fair most improved is definitely Pascal Siakam. He's fair. I t- I I spoke about it already. He averaged ten more points, uh, however many more rebounds, and his percentage is amazing. He's shooting threes this year, which I don't think he was a factor from three last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, he's just an all around better player. Now, who we think, who he, who uh, you think is going to win it, uh, D'Angelo Russell? Yeah, I, I believe D'Lo should win it. I know he's going to be considered for the award. Um, so I'm, I'm a big Laker fan. Um, personally, I don't think they should. He should have got traded. Um, I no feel, way. I feel like he, we could have made it work. Um, so what he's doing now, he became an all-star this year. He's a three-year man, became an all-star, or I'm sorry, four-year man, and he became an all-star. Um, so just that alone um, propelled is- him, you know, most improved. Um, also, leading his team to the playoffs and getting at least a game off of um, some people believe, you know, the 76ers can, can go to the finals. Um, yeah, so- we're stealing the game from from the 76ers so personally I me personally I do believe that he is going to be um or he should at least be the most improved um but if it if it is Siakam personally I'm not going to be mad I I see him I see what he's done and personally me and Dimitri have Toronto going to the finals and winning so I wouldn't be mad um with that choice now to 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 back up your statement with some stats uh, I'm gonna gonna go and tell you some things from this year and last year. Uh, last year he averaged 15 points. This year he's averaging 21. That's what six points more. Last year he averaged 5.2 assists. This year he's averaging seven. Last year his field goal percentage was 48. This year it's 51. Last year his three point percentage was 32. This year is 36.9. So seven. Um, he's just all around a better player. And on top of, but despite those numbers, he was hurt for most of for about half of the year yeah. last year. Um, but again, he 
he's been a better player from last year. His free his free throw percentage has went up uh, from four, from seventy four to seventy eight. That's good too. Um, everything I, pretty much across the board I'm looking at has been better from last year to this year. And then you uh, know, yeah. you know the number one, uh, like the number one play that gets called. It's the ISO from Harden. The second most called play is the uh, pick and roll from Jared Allen and um, D'Lo, just because it's so effective. If if you watch the series against, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to clear my throat there. If you watch the series from the 76ers and the Nets, you're gonna. If if you watch that, you saw a lot of pick and roll, and they couldn't defend that pick and roll from D'Lo and and Allen just because it was it was really good. If if you um try to go up on that, he just slide through, hit a little floater, or he just popped the mid range. So he he him and that entire team has honestly elevated the elevated and fixed the culture for for the Nets. Yeah, so, that's facts. Yeah, so now, so that's why I think he should be most improved. Again, with now Siakam, going back, I'm not mad. Now going back to Siakam again. Uh Boom, I'm going to list these stats off again. You, you, you heard them before. You're going to hear them again. Uh, 7.3 points to 16.9 points, 17 points. Uh, you know, two assists to three assists, that's not really that big of a jump. Uh, but for a big, that's great. Um, three rebounds, uh, 4.5 rebounds to seven rebounds. Wow. Just amazing. Um, 53%. Uh, field goal percentage to 59% with more field goals attempted as well. Not just, you know what I mean? Not just him making more shots off of less shots um, or the same amount of shots. He's, he's getting more shots up and he's making more shots, you know, like everything he he's been doing way better defensively. He's just, he's been doing his damn thing. Um, So him winning, the most improved player isn't that bad of a choice. Correct. Now we're so, gonna go with Depoy. Depoy, big Depoy. Um, uh, who do you have? Because I feel like we have the same, the same Depoy. I don't really, uh, I don't really, I didn't really pay attention to Depoy this year. Um, to be fair, I'll if I was just to you know throw one out there, I'll probably either go uh, Paul George, uh, Giannis. Uh, maybe Miles Turner, Rudy Gobert is always in there. Yeah. Uh, so for for the sake of argument, I'll go Giannis. Yeah, I, I was gonna pick Giannis as well. Um, if you watch a Bucks game, he's the leader on that side. Well, honestly, he's a leader on both sides of the of the of field or of the of um defense and offense. Um, so I'm going Giannis just. By watching the games and watching the highlights, he's just a defensive monster. Um, now, you can always – to me, you can always go Kawhi. He, he has won it in the past. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have watched the highlight of him, but when he was playing against the team, I forgot what team it was, they threw a pass behind him and he caught it a no-look pass. <laughs> like, that he caught that. Just that <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and with Giannis averaging – 1.5 blocks, 1.3 steals. In total, has had goddamn 110 blocks this year, and goddamn 92 steals. Like you know, he's good. 
He's really fucking good, bro. Yeah. He's he's a solid defender. He's long, six eleven. Plays the four. Plays the three. You you can't get around him. You know he, he's gonna give you buckets. Yeah. Or he's gonna stop you from getting stop buckets. you. So moving then, on to MVP. MVP. Yes. Um, I'm just gonna say Giannis. Uh, personally, I don't like how Harden plays. I don't like. How people try to say, oh, he's averaging, you know, 30, whatever, 34, 35. He's MVP. Come on, guys. So, so to be fair now, he he is averaging 35, 36. He, he, he is, <laughs> okay, he is getting seven 36. and a half. He is getting seven and a half assists this year. He is getting six rebounds. And he is doing it fairly efficiently at, oh, d- disgustingly efficiently at 54% for his field goal and 37% for his three point rate percentage. So he 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 is those things. Those he he's doing it. He's definitely he definitely should be in the conversation for MVP no matter what. Um you know, and Giannis Giannis who I also have for MVP. He is giving you damn near 10 less points. He is giving you what uh a one and a half less assists, but he's also giving you way more boards. Damn near double boards with double the boards with 12 and a half. And he is doing it on damn near 60% shooting. Uh, his three point percentage has never been really great for him. Uh, he, he, he isn't a shooter. That's not what he does. He, he <laughs> runs down your fucking throat and he dunks in your face. Yeah, but and there's nothing you can do about it. In two years, I want to say maybe one year, he's going to be an amazing shooter. I can already tell. He's uh he has the confidence. All he has to do is just work out. Uh, and with, and a know, good a uh, determining factor for uh, three point shooters, uh, people that are generally good three point shooters are good free throw shooters. And Giannis is giving you seventy two point three point nine percent from the free throw. That's he, you know he can get, get to there. The, yeah. Um. So now with with uh what the reason I have Giannis as MVP um is because he's been doing it from the beginning of the season to the end of the se- season. Yep. He's been doing it from beginning to end. There's nobody Harden started out bad. Uh goddamn He was on 14th place in the in the West. Exactly. Like that they, they the Bucks started out going absolutely ape shit. And Giannis started out doing his goddamn thing. You know yeah. what I mean? So I just feel like I feel like from beginning to end, the most the best player in the league from beginning to the most valuable player in the league from beginning to end has been Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's correct. And that's worth it to my moms. And then um, one thing I hate though, it's the award show. <laughs> the award show shit. is literally in June. 24th, I want to say, 20-something. Um, before that, that it was never like that. So I believe the NBA, Adam Silver, if, you, if you're if you listening, can you please change that? Because I hate that. Can you get, as a matter of fact, can you just make the playoffs like a week later and do it in between the end of the season and yeah. the playoffs? Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Something. Can we can we hurry this shit up? I want to know who's the MVP. It's a regular season award. They're done with the voting already. They've been done with the voting for a long time. Oh, yeah. There's no reason why you should be just holding that for a fucking award show. Come on, man. Bro. This, like, this is the NBA. It's not this is the NBA. It's not the fucking Oscars, bro. 
<laughs> yeah. That's going to be the title watch. <laughs> <laughs> Is the NBA not the fucking Oscars? Man. Um, now, uh, do you want to move on or do you want to want slight end it right here? Mm, I feel, yeah, we should end it probably. Um, let's, let's, uh, let's give our all, all NBA first teams real quick. First team? Oof. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to have Curry. You got to have Curry. I'm going to have Harden. Um, I'm going to have KD. Um, oof. I'm going to have Kawhi. And then as a center, I'm going to have Jokic. See, now, with that, I have a problem with that. So, for my one, I'm going to concur with you at Curry. For my two, I'm going to concur with you at Harden. Uh, for my forward sl- for my two forward slots, um, I'm going to go Giannis, of course, because Ooh, he's I in about the Giannis. MVP voting. So, there's no reason he should not be in the All-NBA. You're right. I forgot about Giannis. Team. And I'm going to go with KD because he played more games than Kawhi did. And for the five spot, that's a that's a toughie for me. Um, I guess Jokic is a is an easy pick, uh, but I'm not an easy kind of guy. Uh, I'm probably I'm I'm gonna I'm just go with uh, I'm gonna go with one of my favorite centers in the league, Rudy Gobert. Uh, that's not bad either. Defender. Yeah, that's not great bad. defender. He's been stepping up his offense this year. He he deserved an All Star appearance. Oh yeah, and, definitely, definitely. But you know, bullshit happens. Why? Why the fuck was uh, Dwayne Wade and uh, Dirk Nowitzki in the All Star game? Why <laughs> wasn't Derrick Rose in the All Star game? Like, you know what I mean? Now, oh, Derrick Rose is uh, six man of the year. Boom! Forgot about six man of the year. Six man. Quick, let's get six man of the year off. I think Derrick Rose. You think Derrick Rose? Second place will probably Lou Will. Uh, yeah, probably Lou Will. Um. I'll probably have to go with Lou Will just because I don't want to be a bitch-ass nigga that changes his idea from, you know what I'm saying? Derrick Rose didn't uh, didn't play in the final couple games of the season. Right, yeah. He, he missed a couple games in the end of the season. So uh, I'll probably just have to go with Lou Will because he's been doing it from start to finish. Um, despite but... trades and in the beginning of the year, the Clippers were the one seed, and a lot of that was behind Lou Will. Um who I believe is one of the one of the if not the best player on that team. Uh not in the beginning of the year. Tobias was the big uh Tobias was the best in the beginning of the year, but since the trade deadline he has been the best player on that team. Um so despite my want for it to be to get to be given to Derrick Rose, I, it'll probably be Lou Will. Yeah. Um, now shout out Derrick Rose um dropping 50 points. 50 points. Um now this entire season he has look a lot better than you know years past so matter shout fact, out d rose matter of fact hold on that's disrespectful for to d rose though because i don't think he's looked much better than years past so his that, three point his, 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 his three point shot three point percentage i don't think he's looked much better than years past no but now the thing wait, is wait. too he he's been getting injured a lot right now, this season, we saw what a healthy D. Rose could do the entire season. Now, he did get injured, you know, in the latter me, of the of the season, but, you know. Let, let me get this off real quick because people have been saying, 
oh, Derrick Rose is coming back. He fell off last year. He had a trash-ass year last year. Yeah, that's fine. He only played 25 games that year. Yeah. Uh, he got dropped from the – from, and the Cavs just weren't a good fit for him. You know, it, he just – they all. just weren't a good fit. Now, let's let's go to the year in New York. In New York, he played 64 games. Started all 64 of them. He averaged 18, uh, four assists, and four rebounds on, uh, let's see, what's the percent? 47%. This year, he averaged 18, uh, four assists, and two rebounds on 51% or 52%. The point differential is not that much. How much did, he, how many games he did he is. play? What, this year? Yes. Uh, 51. So he had less games this year than the New York year? Yes. Okay. But he also had less minutes this year than the New York year. Yeah. And he still played just as good and had better percentages. So I, I don't want to hear that bullshit talking about, oh, last year he had a terrible year. Uh, Derrick Rose is whack, man. He just had a surge year this year. Blah, blah, blah. It's the end of the road. Yada, yada, yada. That's Derrick Rose has been giving you 18 last two years, bro. Or really, or for the last like four years, really. Because, like, maybe he had a bad year in Cleveland just because it wasn't a great fit. But if you look at it for real, this nigga has really still been that nigga from beginning to end. You know what no, I'm but, saying? But the, the numbers look fine or the same, basically. But if you just do the eye test, if you just watch the games, he honestly just looks more comfortable, more fluid. Everything looks fine. Then, then the next year? Then the next year, yeah. I, I believe so, yes. If you, if okay. you just watch I, I the game, you don't? Okay. I, I disagree. I watch, I've watched some next year's games, and I watched some years this year. I definitely watched that 50-point game. Uh, I didn't watch it live, but I definitely went back and watched that bitch. And, yes, he he actually in that game, I agree, he looked better than he ever looked. Yeah. But overall, I test for me, he looks pretty much the same. Slightly better, yes. Uh, more efficient, yes. But he doesn't. He looks like the same player. He, right. It's not like he's he's gotten. It's not like he had like this terrible fucking. It's not like he's this terrible player, and he just had a really good year this year. He's been he's been giving you, like, uh, in the years after the ACL injury. Um, the I'm gonna go with the 15. I'm gonna start with the 15 season. He gave you 17.7. Uh, the 16 season he gave you 16.4. The 17 season he gave you 18. And that bad season he had in Cleveland just because it wasn't a great fit and there were too many ball handlers. He gave you eight. And this year he gave you 18. So he's been he's still been that guy. It's not like anything has changed too much other than the fucking jumper. You know what I mean? It's not like he's bad. It's not like he was ever bad, and it's not like he was ever a a player that you couldn't rely on to give you buckets, to get you buckets. You just have to put your trust into him, and he'll show you that he's that guy. All right. All right. We can disagree to agree to disagree, I mean. Yeah, we don't have to agree on everything, even though we generally do. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to close out this episode. Uh, you got anything you want to say? Um, social medias, all that. Yeah, shout out to the people that have been listening to us since day one. So since we dropped the first <laughs> podcast, 
Shout out, shout out to everybody. Uh, shout out to Emily because I know she listened to the entire podcast, even though she doesn't like basketball. So shout out to her. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Big Yovani, um, Y O V A N I, and then you can also find me on Instagram, Big underscore Yovani, Y O V A N I. And you, you already know where you can find me. Uh, uh on Twitter at. M I E C H R O S E, Meach Rose. Uh, on Instagram, same thing, M I E C H R O S E, Meach Rose. Um, uh, I got I got some gameplay from the other day with my boy Houston. That's not Giovanni, unfortunately. Uh, I'm going to post that on my Twitter or my IG, depending on how I feel. Uh, I'm going to post that probably today when you're hearing this. Um, so. Gave him a few buckets, broke that nigga a couple times, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna post some clips from that. Uh, and if you uh, if you if you like our podcast, if you enjoy listening to us, man, uh, you you, you know, I, we appreciate it, you know, and because we ain't getting a lot of listens right now, but when, when the come <laughs> up comes, understand that, that you, you, you guys are gonna be there. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll be coming up with us. No, so, we are available on Spotify, so follow us on Spotify, and then also on the app we use Anchor. So uh, if you can try to get Anchor, you can listen to us there, and then also Spotify, you can follow us there as well. We're trying to get on Apple Music, but uh, it's it's it, it's getting held up, so we we don't want you guys to have to listen to the fucking the uh, the goddamn podcast like days late, so. Right. We, we we on Spotify every day Thursday, probably around noon. So yeah, so want to check us out. How we're gonna do our episodes? We're gonna um, we're gonna release one on Tuesday, one on Thursday, and then one on Saturday. So be on the lookout for that. Um, is there anything else we want to add? I believe that's it. Uh. We are probably going to be doing live gameplay in Chicago. Uh, in we, Chica- didn't talk yeah. about, we didn't talk about the fact that we're not in Chicago right now. Oh, we're yeah. <laughs> on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. No, Saturday. Or, Saturday. Or Saturday and Sunday. So we might give you an extra one on Sunday because we're going to be in Chicago on Sunday. And we might do we might do a little might do a little boxing mini podcast for about 30 oh, minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we, we are going to be might watching. get a little boxing from you. <laughs> we're going to be watching the Canelo fight, which... I am super excited for. Yeah, so you might get a little boxing podcast. I, it's not guaranteed, but you know, it could happen. <laughs> could happen. Um, uh, so we are the Lockdown Podcast. We are formerly known as From the Logo Podcast, uh, and you'll see that we are the best goddamn podcast around soon. Yes, sir. Uh, we appreciate you guys for listening, and. Uh, We out!